It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with. It's an audio interview series presented by WFPK Independent Louisville, Consequence of Sound, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Speaking of all that, become a subscriber today. If you're uh, listening to the uh, the podcast, head over to iTunes, Podchaser, wherever you're listening from. Go ahead and subscribe. Uh, maybe give us a rating or review. That uh, does a long way if you're listening on YouTube. You can also uh, become a subscriber over there. Keep up with your favorite artists and interviews. Today, my guest is Dewey Bennell of the band America. The band America. They're about to celebrate their 50th anniversary in just a couple years. Uh, we got to talk about uh, the band's work with George Martin and the Beatles. Uh, we got to talk a lot about politics because when you got a name like America... Uh, in times like these, maybe that's going to come up. In fact, the band is going to play Israel, so there's a bit of that conversation as well. Uh, their work with Jim James and My Morning Jackets, they covered them, got Jim to play on one of their uh, albums uh, recently, as well as their very interesting history with the Jacksons, especially uh, Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson. And, of course, there's a question of will there be new music from America, especially with that 50th anniversary coming up. It's Kyle Meredith with the band America. Hello, Kyle. This is Dewey Bennell with America Band. How are you, Dewey? I'm good. Well, I should say, first off, it's a really uh, a big pleasure to talk to you. One of the greatest bands of all time. Uh, I, I, uh, I thank you for giving the call today. Well, thank you, Kyle. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Um, let's start because we're going to be seeing you here in town for Abbey Road on the River, the, uh, the big Beatles tributes. And I feel like that's a good place to start because you all have quite the ties to the, uh, to the old Fab Four, uh, especially having had uh, George Martin produce... Uh, seven records? Was that it? Seven albums total, yeah, including the greatest hits, and he remixed some of the stuff that he he wasn't part of in the very beginning. He came on board on the fourth album, which was called Holiday, and that was your Tin Man and Lonely People. And But yeah, we, we just had a wonderful relationship with George. Uh, terrific uh, good fortune to have come together in 1974 with him. You know, we just hit it off because the band had started in England. Some of your listeners will know that. And Jerry and I have British mothers. I was born in England. So we had a British kind of sensibility that we hit it off, the humor and whatnot. But musically and creatively, he was just a wonderful guide there at that time in our career. And um, and we the projects were great fun. We, we recorded in all kinds of different uh, places. He liked to travel a bit. We, we worked in Denver and in London, of course, and down in Montserrat and in the Caribbean at his studio down there, um, San Francisco, L.A., Hawaii. We made an album on the island of Kauai, which wow. was quite an ambitious project because <laughs> we had to barge all the equipment over there and virtually set up a studio in a rented house there. <laughs> but yeah, wonderful man. 
and there must have been, you know, some, I don't know, was there some feeling of the the weight? I mean, this is a guy that's responsible for one of the, obviously, one of the biggest rock bands to, to kind of reignite rock anyway a decade earlier. Was was that felt when you started with him? Yeah, I mean, it was the, it was in the sort of elephant in the room at any given time. But, you know, that wore off. In the beginning, of course, we were just, you know, on, on eggshells wanting to make sure that we were well rehearsed and the songs were all intact. That first album we recorded really rapidly. I think it was 16 days or something. Uh, we just powered through because we were so prepared. He did want us to come to London to do that holiday album. So, But, you know, it's sort of that, that, that kind of faded into the background, the Beatle thing. I mean, we had a fun time with it uh, at Air Studios on that first album because there was the Beatles that worked in there or, or or had they brought a bunch of their equipment and things over that George had used at, at Abbey Road and things. So we'd go, hey, here's the bell that they used on Yellow Submarine. Let's put that on a song. <laughs> you know, various things like that. Because um, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Right. <laughs> so, yeah. We didn't really grill him on stuff. I mean, lots of other artists have worked with George, and everybody has their same stories about getting around to ask him some question about something or another about the Beatles. And I think we were young and kind of just felt like it was this is right. Everything seemed to be clicking, and we didn't really, um, you know, we just followed our noses a little. And George had the reins, held the reins on the project. He was very good that way. He'd work in the studio with us. He actually played some piano on a few things, and. It was it was a fun project, and of course Jeff Emmerich was his his right hand man there, and we're going to have Jeff at the um, Abbey Road uh, on the river. Yeah, right? in fact, he's going to be stopping in our studios here in just a little bit. So yeah, he's going to be around. Say hi for me. We we love Jeff too. He was such an integral part of our stuff and the Beatles stuff. Needless to say, there's a couple um, local connections I should bring up here too. Uh, do I have a right, Hank Linderman? Hank Linderman, yes. That's right. <laughs> He's running for a, a, an office in Owensboro, uh, just down yeah, the state. Yeah, it's very exciting. I mean, you know, he, he just decided to put his money where his mouth was, and he's going to run for Congress. And lo and behold, out of the four candidates in the primary, I guess it was two days ago now, he won. Yeah. So he will be going up against the incumbent in November for that seat. So we're very excited for Hank. He's he's very committed and a passionate uh, passionate guy when it comes to that subject, politics and people. It's amazing that he's tr- he's transferred and he's a terrific artist himself. Great player. He's actually been in our band. He, he played guitar for us on, on several occasions when we were when we needed him and he co-produced uh, some projects with us uh, an album um, called Hourglass that we we recorded in uh, Omaha, Nebraska we, we stayed out on a farm and worked at it was an American gramophone record it's a long story but Hank was out living with us for that several weeks when we made that record so we stay in touch yeah. he's one of our gang well I'm all for having more musician and art types in the office as much as we can get them so uh Good yeah, on him. Why, so. why not? Yeah, he's, he's, he wants to take the take the punches, which I don't know how he can do that. Politics <laughs> is a bloody game. But, yeah. you know. Well, I'm sure I'm not the first person to ask this, but, you know, it, it seems like you can pinpoint any time as being highly political in some way. But to have a name like America in highly mm-hmm. political times, does that come back at you all? Has that come back at you all through the years in certain points for that reason? You know, remarkably not. The name has really been secondary all this time. I thought in the beginning when we were younger and started, wow, this is going to be a bit of a powder keg. Um, But 
you know, we've had our concerns when we play foreign dates and things or things, uh, depending on what the political climate is at any given time. We've been together long enough, like I say, in early 48 years, we're in our 48th year, to have gone through a lot of different periods in, in the history of the of ourselves and the country. So certain eras were a little more touchy than others, I suppose. But um, we've never had any protests or weird things, and we keep expecting them sometimes you know, during, <laughs> during um, conflicts around the world and where our country is involved in, a, in a, you know, an edgy way, let's say. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it hasn't happened, and um, we're actually going to Israel for the very first time. It's been one, one of these offers we've had for years, and um, we're going to go this year. Uh, we actually had to cancel them one other time when we committed because of turmoil there. Mm-hmm. And there's always a little, little looking over your shoulder on certain dates but but to answer your question there was never i always thought that maybe you, the name's copywritten or something of course it's not america is just a pretty generic w- word yeah you can verb it yeah if you need to it's, it's one <laughs> yeah. of those words <laughs> yeah i know it's, uh, it's but like i say it's it, i've always said that names they catch your attention in the beginning they're a great way to, to grab you know what America, that's some band. But after that, you're on your own, dude. It's the music and the whatever you're you're putting behind that name. I mean, yeah. like first time I ever heard the name Pink Floyd, I thought, what a but lame name. But <laughs> you know, now it's uh, powerful. It, it, the music behind Pink Floyd is what really comes to mind, of course. Israel, while, while we're on that, I mean, that's uh, I, I don't know all the details of that, but that's the one where artists are. It's it's a, sort of an argument in the music community, right, to play Israel or not. Well, it's been yeah, I suppose it is. I mean, we're we've all we played a very controversial tour in South Africa when apartheid was was uh, still raging down there, and we got a lot of backlash for that, and we were put on a UN, you know, list and things. Um, at the time, I was, I was pretty naive about about it all, and we ended up doing some benefits for schools down there in Johannesburg and played Durban and Cape Town. That was the first and most intense time that our band playing somewhere that set off uh, bells, you know, warning buzzers, mm-hmm. hey, what are you doing that for? And again, I didn't, I mean, we're bringing our music to people. Hopefully we made sure there was access with the communities down there that otherwise wouldn't have had access. And we tried to do it the right way. We certainly weren't going there for some big payday, but it was a nice tour. I'm glad we did it in the end. But, you know, we were second-guessing ourselves the whole time. It's a one show in Israel that's part of a tour. We're playing in Italy and in Holland and England. So we'll just see, and that's uh, you know we can't we can't judge until we see what we're doing. I, I have no doubt it's going to be fine, and we're going to do what we do, and hopefully that people enjoy our music, and that's that's what we're there for. Yeah, it's just so interesting when you know at the base of everything, all you want to do is play a song for it for someone, and that's it, and then everything else gets in the way. It's well, uh, that's what yeah you know we don't politicize uh, our name. We never have. We made it that even at our young age of nineteen and twenty when we started, we said we're. We made it a, a, a definite uh, rule. We're not going to put stars and stripes and burgers and Cadillacs and and do the whole you know sticky America thing on our um, on this thing that we're doing. It's about the music and it's about giving people an hour and a half out of their already intensely pressured lives. You know, we're entertainers at the end of the day, and if people need that time and they're interested and they come and see our show and we all have a good time, then we've done what we feel we're supposed to be doing. So we don't really preach or anything or do any of that um, yeah. on stage. We all we obviously have our own, you know, passionate positions on 
issues and all of the above we all do in our culture and um, but uh, the music is what we're up there to do as you mentioned 48 years you're, you're coming up on that 50th anniversary are you are you all working on the plans is it going to be a big we celebration are. it's so bizarre i mean i know it's early but um the 50th is going to be a big milestone and we're actually in in the process of amassing all these old demos and photographs and video clips and tv shows and trying to put it all in front of us and look at this and uh, and put together a, a special box or um, dvds i mean there's home movies there's you know you can imagine it's the mm-hmm. same thing with anybody who's been around that long you you put together a retrospective and see your life go by here <laughs> i mean i haven't met in high school that's a long time to be involved with anyone i mean yeah you know you, you've gone really... through a dozen marriages for some folks <laughs> in 50 years fortunately i'm only on my second <laughs> but yes it's been uh, you know it, it really the last 20 odd years it seems like it's just really raced by and we've been really nose to the grindstone the live show is really our bread and butter and we really love the show and we've got great guys in the band we've uh, incorporated video into the show and got a couple of new young players in the band which has been a great thing some 30 somethings mm-hmm. Ryland Steen and Andy Barr in our on uh, Ryland on drums and Andy on guitar and keyboard so that leaves Jerry and I and Rich Campbell on bass Rich has been with us for uh, 15 16 years now but it's a five piece and but yeah they're not really familiar with the younger guys anyway with our our deep past but it as we bring it out now uh, going raking through the coals of all of our past projects and tours and things it's fun to look at and be reminded there's a lot of um projects that were not nearly as familiar as, as some of the hits from the 70s of course but we're gonna cherry pick stuff and cool. do what we got and yeah. put something out by by 2020 well the other local connections by the way uh jumping back to a, a record a few years ago about a decade ago with here and now uh, you covered My Morning Jacket with uh, their song Golden. Did you um, yeah. did you work with Jim James specifically on that or just tackle Jim the song? James, he actually played on it, and we weren't there. I wasn't. Oh, no. I don't think Jerry was either. We did that project in New York with uh, Adam Schlesinger, who was one of the founding members of this band, uh, Fountains of Wayne, mm-hmm. who, by the way, are terrific. Mm-hmm. Great songwriters, and their albums are just wonderful. But um, we got involved with Adam and James Eha from Smashing Pumpkins. It was kind of a, <clears throat> a generation younger than us, and we were, uh, Adam was was very into producing us, and um, we'd written some songs, and we did one of his songs, and he's the one who brought in some other people. We had Ryan Adams on it, and I co-wrote a song with Ryan, which was neat. I'd never met him, wasn't that familiar with him. The My Morning Jacket track, I wasn't that familiar with them, and have subsequently become more familiar. But So Jim, we picked that song. Actually, I think Adam picked it. He thought it was something I could sing. And um, he got Jim in to play acoustic on, on the track. It's a little fuzzy. I'm trying to remember how that works. Because we <laughs> I think we were having to come back and forth into New York while we did some shows. It was kind of a piecemeal thing with each track. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it was. it's always fun to do some other writers' things. You know, traditionally, we've written all of our own material. We like to think that's what we do. We're singer-songwriters, first and foremost. But we did another album of just covers called Back Pages. Mm-hmm. And that was fun, where we, we cherry-picked songs from our youth. You know, Simon and Garfunkel song, a James Taylor song, a Bob Dylan song, a Joni Mitchell song. And um, really enjoyed making that project. 
Well, I mean, to, you know, to do those and have so many people have covered and, and sampled you over the years. I was just listening to the Janet Jackson uh, sample of Ventura Highway the other day, remembering how much fun that was. And then I, I hadn't realized that a, a few years ago um, they had released, I guess, Michael Jackson had um, done Place With No Name. Yeah, that was another interesting chapter. We'd heard that song in a sort of a demo form with Michael singing it. We never met him, rest in peace. We never had, um, we've got this strange connection with the Jacksons, you know, Janet and Michael that way. There was another song that sort of harkened or mirrored uh, Daisy Jane, a song of ours, a Jerry song, that was um, ended up being kind of a co-write thing with Janet also. But the Michael Jackson thing was very interesting because I thought it was just kind of a novelty thing. It's basically Horse With No Names Melody, and Michael had written his own lyrics to it in a different chorus and so on. But it's pretty much horse. And we thought, wow, this is a novelty thing. And it didn't resurface. We'd, we'd heard it four or five years before he passed, and um, and it resurfaced after his death when they were going through all of his, his um, files and you know putting together some things. So it was interesting to come back out and the lyric was kind of poignant at that time take me to a place without without no name it's amazing the, the grammar that i have inspired <laughs> ain't no one for it to give you no pain but uh it, it, it the, the lyrics in in place with no name are pretty pretty kind of eerie because it's um, coming on the heels of his death when mm -hmm. it came out mm -hmm. it's, it's worth a listen just for that perspective it's incredible stuff it's, it's fun to find that stuff too uh, are there plans for a new record? I mean, I know you've kind of got your uh, your mind on the uh, the back catalog with the fiftieth, but uh, but now with uh, Lost and Found being a couple years in the rear view. Yeah, there may be a Lost and Found too, because that was a, ma a matter of going through files too, pre fiftieth anniversary. But we found a bunch of what were basically, you know, the the sort of eleventh song on a ten song record, the one that just didn't make it make mm -hmm. the cut. Mm -hmm. And w in listening back to a lot of those songs we thought well these are still nice but to answer your question we're not really recording that the recording business has changed so much and we're you know with for me in particular without a, a record deal and you got a seven album deal and you're going to record an album every year for the next seven years you know that was the kind of impetus i needed i needed that kind of pressure to write i certainly strum a little and and i keep a, a, a notebook of lyrical ideas but they're just kind of sitting around basically the live show is what's really takes up our time and um jerry's put out a couple of solo projects he's 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 more keen and uh as, as always had his own home studio so um you know I, I, there will probably be another disc yes and there will probably be something some new stuff in conjunction with the 50th to go along with the retrospective but Nothing that I can, you know, pin down for you right now. I'll be looking forward to the 50th stuff anyway. Uh, before that, long before that, uh, again, we are so excited to have you in, in town for the Abbey Road on the River. I know a lot of people are really looking forward to having you guys back here in Louisville. So. Well, we're looking forward to it ourselves. So um, we'll, we'll, that's tomorrow, actually. That's tomorrow, yep. So we're ready to rock. We're just up in Ohio right now. We've got a show tonight. But um, we're looking forward to it, too. All right. Louisville. Hank Linderman country. That's right. All right, Dewey. Thank you so much for giving me the call again today and for uh, for this chat. It was uh, it was a whole lot of fun. Uh, really an honor too. Likewise, I appreciate it. All right, we'll take care, man. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks so much to Dewey Bunnell for giving me the call to talk about America's past, present, and future. Hey, don't forget you can subscribe to Consequence of Sounds YouTube channel to keep up with your favorite artists and interviews. 
For you podcast fans, head over to iTunes or Podchaser. Give us a, a rating or review. It'd be a big help. Really do appreciate it. Uh, and then you can head over to WFPK.org. That's where you can hear me do a show every Monday through Thursday from noon to 3 Eastern. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.